Hello kiddies and welcome to another exciting episode of the IntelliKey podcast. As usual, I'm your humble host, Paul Lado, and uh, today we're going to talk about the abusability of technology. Um, it's something that I've been very interested in for quite a long time. And, you know, over the years, as technology has become more and more prevalent in our society, we have looked at the functionality of it. We've looked at the operability of it, the, uh, I guess, uh, security of it. We've looked at all these different areas. But one of the things we haven't actually looked at is uh, what I call the abusability of it, which is how can a technology or a technological service be abused to make life worse? And I think that that's a mindset that we need to start thinking about, which is with the, I guess, the line between technology and, and real life becoming more and more muddled. We need to start looking at whether the products and the services that we're giving consumers are going to better society and mankind or make it in fact worse and I think a lot of these questions for me anyway started coming out of um, things like the transhumanist movement and things like artificial intelligence deep learning machine learning so we're going to have a little bit of a talk about it we're going to have a little bit of a think we're going to brainstorm some solutions um, I've also got some awesome music so I hope you guys stay with me for the next hour and uh, I'll be back soon
we forgot to do at the start of the show was talk about the rules of engagement as usual uh, there are two rules of engagement believe it or not I'm going to add a third yes it's a historical moment on the IntelliKey podcast a third rule of engagement is about to be revealed the first rule of engagement is of course this is opinion based podcasting right Um, if you want statistics and research and all that shit you need to go elsewhere CSIRO yabbity 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 this is just me free-flowing here. Um, the second rule of engagement is I swear a lot. Fuck shit, ass cunt, boobs. So if you don't like swearing, turn it off right now. That's the beauty of the internet. You can flick it off. And the third and newest rule of engagement is this. Any advice I give here, right, works for me. It may not work for you. If you want to try it, go right ahead and do it. But don't blame me if something goes horribly wrong. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what I do. So, um, you know, today we are going to have a little bit of talk um, about abusability of technology. And I guess let me, let me define what this kind of means, right? It kind of means the potential for exploiting a technology to cause damage to people or to the planet, right? So we have a lot of technologies out there. A mobile phone, for example, is a technology. Duh. 
But we need to kind of not only brainstorm how to secure that mobile phone, but also how that mobile phone can be used as a weapon. Certain radio frequencies can be used to trigger certain explosives and so forth. Are they frequencies that we really need to have within our phones? I guess the, 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 the thing that we need to really think is that technology has never kind of limited its effects to those its creators intended, right? So it can disrupt, it can reshape, and it can backfire, right? And um, uh, the unintended consequences have kind of accelerated in the 21st century um, because, you know, technical firms and developers, they've often kind of relegated the thinking about its second-order effect to, you know, the occasional kind of embarrassing you know, uh, congressional hearing or, you know, you know, after that kind of scrambling to prevent unexpected abuses after the harm is done, right? And I think that's no longer good enough. Um, I think technology is more and more often being used to um, carry out damage, right? And I guess one that comes to mind straight away is social networking, right? Um, you got, you had Russian disinformation on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You have YouTube extremism. You have drones grounding air traffic. Um, so you have a very disruptive and unintended malicious use of technology, right? And I think we need to start looking at technology like security we need when we're building a product when we're building a technology we have a series of requirements it must meet this requirement it must meet this requirement and we do that at a functional level we do that at a uh, security level we need to do that at an, at an abuse abusability level right is this technology potentially going to be abused and how can we do that and a lot of organizations are beginning to develop what are called counter abuse teams and it's certainly something in my own career that I'm very, very keen to explore, um, which is basically teams that will uh, look primarily in a reactive manner at the abusability of, of its product. So if, um, you know, Facebook, for example, has a counter abuse team, and when you have situations like, you know, Russian disinformation during the um, presidential elections, it went into effect to see how we could mitigate that. But we also, I think, need to catch this early. And like I said, we need to um, start thinking about how we proactively look and counter the abuse of products and services that we put out there. Okay, uh, I'm going to play a couple more songs and then we'll come back and keep talking about this. Uh, be back soon. Thank you. 
right, we're back. So I hope you guys are enjoying the music. I'm certainly enjoying it. So we've kind of quantified the problem. And the problem is that any, I guess, technology or technological service can be used for both good and bad. Right? But we're not often looking about the negative repercussions that it could possibly have on society and on people in general. And, you know, a, a perfect example is, you know, nuclear power. You can build a nuclear bomb, but you can also cure cancer with it. So you kind of have to take all those things into effect. Now, just because we've quantified the problem means that we haven't necessarily fixed it. So I'll give you an example, potentially, of how this might be a little bit helpful. When a technology is developed, people tend to develop what are called security requirements. And I'm kind of, I'm talking to you guys that aren't, you know, tech savvy. And those security requirements are, for lack of a better word, a checklist of, of security things that have to be in place in order to make that technology secure. If that, if those things are not met, then the product does not go forward and be deployed. Or alternatively, you find what's called mitigating strategies, other strategies that will minimize the potential impact. And a bunch of security people get into a room and basically determine or brainstorm a series of attack scenarios based on the technology and then put counters to it. It's a relatively straightforward process. It does require a combination, I guess, of science and art because you do have to kind of think about things. And I've taken part in so many of these I can't even tell you how many I have. A very similar process has to be undertaken when it comes to abusability, right? A series of people basically get into a room and set up a series of potential scenarios where things could go wrong. Now, let's be honest here. You're not going to pick every single scenario because this sort of prediction, it can be really, really complex, right? And I think an important thing is for tech companies to kind of make it their job to foresee uh, the unintended consequences of technology and consult those who, you know, kind of specialize in this area. And this includes academics, futurists, and dare I say it, even science fiction authors, right? And the other thing I guess I've been thinking of a lot is we can kind of use art in a way to think about the potential issues that we want to avoid. When I look at shows like Black Mirror, I don't know if anyone here has seen Black Mirror on Netflix, but it's probably done more to inform people on the, the potential kind of problems and pitfalls of artificial intelligence than any white paper out there. Because... People won't read white papers, but they'll watch Netflix, right? So it's we can draw on those kind of, I guess, um, uh, art forms in order to build on it, right? To build, to build on our potential landscape. Now, as I said, you know, companies like, you know, Facebook, Google, you know, those those kind of um, companies already have kind of uh, anti-abuse 
task forces, if you will, but it's all reactive. It's like, oh, okay, there's been a breach or someone has used it for this information purposes. Okay, how do we counter that? We need to take this back to the beginning. And again, I think that the key here is to really have abusability as a core deliverable of any technology. And again, technologists play their role, but I think the key here is to really look at people who are futuristic in nature, who are making predictions. And academics are right at the top of my list. Yeah, same things with future. And certainly, like I said, even science fiction authors, I think provide a, a really, really good input into this. Um, okay, I'm going to play a couple more songs and uh, we'll be back soon. Believe me Believe me This loneliness won't go away Hear me Your woman I is gone astray I've lost my mind 
Alright kiddies, we are back and as usual, let's do a shout out to some of our show sponsors. Tracks Restaurants at 533 and a P Highway, Bomb Beach and Zanko at 627 and a P Highway, Karam. Uh, at Bomb Beach, at Tracks, you got Monday nights and Wednesday nights, Palmer night, Thursday nights, steak night, somewhere between $20 and $25 for a huge meal and a drink. Reverse that at Zanko, I believe it's Tuesday nights and Thursday nights for... Uh, the Palmers and Wednesday nights for steak. Go down there, say hi to Jeff and Casey, say hi to little Xander, tell them Lado sent you and they will look after you. Uh, Ozpet Miners, your trusted pet care alternative at ozpetminers.com.au. Call them now on 04888-69738. Mr. Kevin Spencer does the entire dog walking, pet transport, waste removal, feeding and watering, administering medications. If you go away, he does bins in and out, and he does so much, much more security checks, you name it. So go to ozpetminers.com.au or call on 04888-69738. Uh, Doopsis. At doobsis.com, D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com. My homeboy, Ivan, the guy is a beast. Web and application development. He does the entire design, develop, deployment, life cycle. Creates new websites, changes existing websites. Uh, does plugins and API development. Uh, Front-end and back-end design and development. He does on-page and off-page search engine optimization. Basically, everything that you need for your web and application development. So go now to doobsis.com, that's D-O-O-B-S-I-S-S.com, and Ivan will certainly help you out. And of course, Cruise PT, uh, that's C-R-U-Z space PT, my little brother Phil the Cruise, if you ever wanted to learn how to fight without getting punched in the face and get super fit, he is your man, he's a beast. Uh, Muay Thai, BJJ, the guy does it all. So uh, go to Facebook, or go to uh, Instagram and look up Cruise PT. Reach out to him, and he will sort you out. Okay, so today we have been talking about uh, technology abuses and some of the things that we have to integrate uh, as technology developers and service and technology service developers. And people have kind of said, "Hey, man." Um, Give us some examples. Okay, I will give you some examples. Um, I guess one of the first ones is, uh, obviously, as we said, social networking for disinformation and misinformation purposes. And <clears throat> as I said, this was done supposedly, allegedly, by the Russians during the presidential campaign. And it all comes down to, I think, verification of who is posting what and having some form of verification around the authenticity of the information. That's a kind of example. And these are the kind of scenarios that they should be looking at brainstorming. Uh, we have had examples like cyberbullying, right? Again, a lot of cyberbullying, uh, you can't necessarily stop, but you should definitely be working on, um, I guess, pathways that allow you to identify the cyberbullier and be able to stop that in its tracks. Uh, you know, we've had uh, problems with smart home devices being used to control and harass uh, people in abusive relationships. Uh, and it's really largely, this one's really largely aimed at women. Um, you know, there's uh, uh, situations where we've had guys uh, activating 
um, devices in smart homes to to cause fear or confusion, like uh, remotely altering the temperature or locking and unlocking doors, you know, real kind of fear mongering stuff. And so in that case, you'd need to start looking at what kind of um, additional security you, you put into these um, into these devices what kind of authenticity who am i who is doing this and why are they doing it um but these are just kind of obviously high level examples of of how technology has been abused i guess the important thing to realize is that um if you can think it you can probably do it right and i you know some people have said to me well we can't think of every possible abuse scenario no you can't right but you can certainly go a long way towards um i guess addressing what we call the low-hanging fruit the ones that are staring you right there in the face just because we can't do something at 100 percent doesn't mean we should do it to me if it's a you know a choice between doing something at 70 percent or 80 percent or 90 percent or doing it or not doing it at all hey man 70 80 90 is much better odds than zero so the people that say well it's too hard we can't do it everything is hard until you find a way around it right stop being a shithead and just get on with what you got to do all right uh, i'm going to play a couple more songs and then we're going to come back and close off the show
tell me Do we get what we deserve Oh, we get what we deserve And where down we go some thoughts about the abusability of technology now yes I have a lot of listeners that are technologists but I also I think this is applicable to I guess everyone we we are all in one way or another involved in technology and we use technology and 
I think as a consumer, you need to protect yourself. As a technologist, you need to protect your consumers. So there is a, a two-way street there that we have to kind of look at. And, you know, I often separate the technologist from the consumer within myself. And I say, as a consumer, how does this affect me? And a lot of it comes down to voting with your dollar, right? If you don't think a product is going to enhance your life, then why use it? Okay. As a technologist, understand that buying power is very important. If you have two different products, one's had abusability testing uh, kind of integrated into it and the other one hasn't, chances are the consumers will look at the product that has had abusability testing. So I personally think that's going to be a differentiator in market selection as we move forwards. Okay, well, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. I've certainly enjoyed doing it. Um, we'll be back next week with some more, I guess, thoughts and ideas. Um, be good to yourselves this week. Be good to each other. Remember who loves you. Uncle Paulie loves you. And we'll see you next week. Deuces.
Falls blind. 